County officials are working together to reform the county's criminal justice system. County commissioners have hired two consulting groups to help with that effort. Commissioner Julie Thomas said yesterday the county also wants to hear from area residents who've had contact with Monroe County's criminal justice system. To that end, four community conversations have been scheduled for this month. The county's goal is not only to reduce the jail population, but to provide better services for those with mental health and substance abuse issues. Officials also hope to reduce recidivism. WFHB Assistant News Director Sarah Vaughn talked with Monroe County Prosecuting Attorney Eric Oliphant about a diversion program she hopes will be part of the county's criminal justice reform effort. Monroe County hired two consultants to help with a criminal justice reform initiative. Can you tell me what the goal of that reform effort is? Sure. So the idea is that they are going to do a comprehensive review of our criminal justice system here in Monroe County uh, from the stage of arrest or citation all the way through the disposition of the cases. Uh, They're also going to consider resources that we have available in the community uh, to see if there's a way to optimize how we are helping people to reduce the amount of folks who are sitting in our local county jail. Many of those people have mental health or addiction issues. I understand that officials um, working in the criminal justice system in Monroe County have been in talks for some time about diversion programs. Have you been involved in those conversations? I have. So uh, I'm a member of the Monroe County Opioid Advisory Commission. It's a multidisciplinary team of folks that have been exploring the idea of a law enforcement assisted diversion program. Um, It's still sort of in an infancy um, development stage, talks with various police agencies, and then also just talks about what uh, sort of infrastructure we have to have in place before we can even get started. Um, But I'm a little bit optimistic. Centerstone and uh, Chief of Police uh, Mike Decoff are sort of exploring the option of creating a crisis diversion center. And that would be a less than 24-hour facility where folks could go and if they're in a a mental health or substance use crisis, like an immediate event, they can go there and through that be channeled into case management and services. It would be in lieu of jail. So they would be taken to a crisis diversion center and not to jail, even though there may be a criminal offense that was associated with that behavior. It's still in the development phase at this point, but they are optimistic we might be able to have something put together as early as this fall. Uh, we're looking at other models, uh, so King County, Washington, um, Fayetteville, North Carolina. These are places who have law enforcement-assisted diversion programs in place. And basically they have a written memorandum of understanding um, between various stakeholders that certain crimes just will not be filed and prosecuted uh, if someone goes to the Crisis Diversion Center and agrees to meet up with their service provider uh, within a certain amount of time. Can you maybe give us an example of what kinds of infractions would not be filed or would not be pursued? Sure. Well, I can tell you at least what other jurisdictions have done. Uh, It's a lot of public intoxication, criminal trespass, sort of those nuisance crimes that you sort of think about with um, folks that have mental illness or substance use. But it also 
uh, sometimes includes somewhat bigger cases, like um, dealing in controlled substances when it's at a subsistence level and not for major profit. So uh, we would really probably have to get together with stakeholders and decide which offenses we felt Monroe County was willing to divert. And when you say stakeholders, who exactly would that be? Uh, we would probably have to, well, it has to be probably a prosecutor and police because those are going to be major players. I have to, you know, basically agree that I'm not going to prosecute if this happens. The police have to buy in because if they aren't buying in, they're not going to bring people to the crisis diversion center. They're going to bring people to jail. Um, we'll probably want to have a defense attorney on the team just to make sure, uh, like a public defender, just to make sure that everything is above board and fair. Uh, we may also want to consider um, downtown stakeholders, people who are members of the community, uh, maybe former uh, offenders, such as like the Community Corrections Advisory Board has uh, someone who has lived experience in community corrections, and I think that's a good idea to have someone like that involved in the conversation. Um, business owners downtown might want to be a part of the conversation. So, um, Perhaps the county sheriff. Yeah, exactly. The sheriff, um, IU, police department probably should be involved. There are so many agencies that, that bring people to jail that we'd have to have a pretty big law enforcement pool. What are some of the obstacles to creating that kind of a diversion program? You know, I think making sure that the community supports it, um, making sure that the police feel supported and, and buy into the program if they aren't on board, they're not going to use it, and it's just going to be a resource that doesn't help the problem much. I know that Fayetteville, North Carolina, seems like they're doing really well with their program. They've uh, reduced recidivism pretty significantly. I can't remember what their number is. I believe King County, 38% of the people that went through their law enforcement assisted diversion program uh, were not rearrested afterwards. And that's a pretty significant drop. So the county has just announced that it's going to have four community conversations this month, June, um, on criminal justice reform, and they're particularly interested in hearing from people who uh, have experience or have had contact with the county's criminal justice system. Will the diversion program be part of that conversation? I think it could be. I believe the conversation is a bit more broad. It's sort of generally what should we be doing and providing for folks uh, with mental health and substance use disorder that brings them into contact with the justice system. What sort of supports should we have? Um, Should we have sanctions? What should they look like? And I think we're looking to hear from um, people who suffer from mental illness and substance use disorder, but also people who've been victimized by folks who suffer from those um, people who are related to folks who, who are impacted um, with these issues, just a little bit of everyone so that we get a broad view of, you know, how, which, how should we be handling these problems. I think that Monroe County is really willing to think outside the box. And I will say we are really lucky because we do have a lot of resources that, that a lot of communities don't have. Like we have a, a problem-solving court. We have four different problem-solving courts. Um, that handle mental health, um, drugs, uh, drug treatment court, veterans treatment court, and a reentry court program. And, you know, not every county has that. Uh, we also have a, I have a prosecutor-led diversion program that, that um, will divert first-time offenders up through 
uh, level six drug felonies. Um, so we have we just have a lot going on. We've already kind of been doing. We have a, a pretrial release program where we're trying to let people out of jail pretrial so that they don't lose their housing, jobs, etc. Um, so you know, I think we really are more progressive than a lot of Indiana, but that doesn't mean that we aren't open to new ideas and seeing what we can do to continue to improve. The consultants that the county hired, Inclusivity Strategic Consulting, they've they've been asked particularly to look at gaps in the system in terms of delivering mental health and substance abuse. But um, I, I'm you've been in the game for a while. What where are the gaps that you see in the criminal justice system and in taking care of those with mental health and addiction issues? So I think that the idea of having a pre-arrest diversion program is is a really good one because a lot of times the barriers are created by having an arrest and conviction history. So if we can get people treatment before they get to jail, I think that's a really important step that we can take that's going to minimize the number of people who come into contact with the system. You know, a lot of our problem-solving courts uh, only really apply to people with felonies and and a history, and that's by design. They're meant to be for people who are high-risk, high-need, and the research shows if you put people with less uh, past into those programs, you're actually causing uh, increased risk for recidivism. So we got to make sure we're using those appropriately. So I, th- I think sometimes we leave the folks out in the cold who are sort of between no charges and lots of charges. Um, you know, we always need in the community more services, particularly psychiatric services. We have a lot of substance use disorder treatment providers in town. Uh, there's a big diversity of, of providers for that, but you know, if you have someone who needs a psychiatrist, sometimes there can be a bit of a wait to get in there. So that's a, just like a local community resource that we need to try to build up and, and recruit for our community. Uh, you know, I think that this all overall, though, mental illness and substance use disorder is a problem that's probably not going to be solved solely by the criminal justice system. If we had a better health care system with on-demand treatment where people could be supported regardless of their income, I think we'd be in a lot better situation overall. And that was WFHB Assistant News Director Sarah Vaughn speaking with Monroe County Prosecutor Erica Oliphant about a proposed pretrial diversion program. It's part of the county's ongoing effort to lower jail populations by connecting offenders with support services.